Good evening, everybody. It's the Stuff You Don't Know podcast with your humble host, James Clary and... Russell West. Russell West. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Hey, I want to apologize to our regular subscribers. We do have a few. A few we have a few because we've missed two weeks and uh, the big C word was involved yes, in that. Yes, it was. You had a bout of COVID. It was, you were floored, weren't you? I, Hospital. About, uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> no, I was I'm being facetious. Yeah. <laughs> Remdesivir up the <laughs> rear. <laughs> right. No, I was fine. It was, it was the easiest sickness I ever had. I, I was just a little tired. I think I had it too. No cough, no loss of taste or smell. Took Same here. Multiple tests, said it was positive, so I know I had it. Yeah, I don't know if I had it, but it seemed like it was just just going around like crazy. It was. So, and well, gonna, everybody at work had it. It was, but it was, you know, everyone was fine. But it was there was just like protocols in this weird kind of, you know, they're like, yeah, you got to be out quarantined, all this shit. So it just totally fucked my week up. Well, we're Probably. gonna get deep into COVID on this show because it, like I said to you, if we were talking before that before the show started in my opinion this is the biggest criminal and i and i mean that criminal conspiracy ever perpetrated on man and it rivals what happened in world war ii now i'm not gonna that not the holocaust part right. but the rest of it you know yeah. nothing can r rival the holocaust as far sure. as sheer just inhumane right, you know yeah. death speaking of that did you hear about whoopi whoopi i know oh gold bag she's <laughs> saying that, that i mean it wasn't a big deal because it was white on white or something like that. Well, what, what her point was, she said that that Jews, it, being Jewish, is not a race. Oh yeah, well there's but, certainly a bloodline to it. Yeah, I mean there is, isn't there? I mean, I mean Hitler did not consider Jewish white people. Yeah, they were they were an inferior race. That's the terminology. That's what I've always thought i mean sure it's a religion but i think it also i mean it's it's a race because yeah. you can't well, there's Israel. certain laws I mean, it's, about it's, marrying within right yeah you uh, can, i don't think you can just convert now i don't know I, I think you can i think you can just convert but i don't think uh i don't think you're like the same class like right. you don't have jewish blood in you like old blood well you know i got to be consistent in my uh my beliefs i don't think she should have been suspended i mean i don't i'm against cancel culture no matter what, I, I don't. Mean, I don't agree with what she said. I don't but think it was a very good point. But no, it was stupid. But you know, what's the? Oh, they're going to suspend her. You know, I mean, all the same. Rogan, you know, Rogan's back in the news. Yeah, you heard? Be, yeah. He kind of acquiesced a little bit, didn't he? Oh, a little bit, but I mean, it, I'm all right with it. It's still, it's yeah. still, you know, it, it's not going to stop as long as it isn't stifling the information getting through. I don't care. Yeah, and if he wants to have like Fauci on, yeah, great. You know what? What would be awesome if he would facilitate, but none of these guys will do it. If he would get Fauci or the head of the FDA or the head of the uh, CDC to come on and debate someone like McCullough or Malone, yeah, yeah, that you would know, be remember? very interesting. Yeah, he had Tim Pool and Jack Dorsey from Twitter. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh those have been really good because yeah yeah the lawyer and temple and all that with with jack dorsey that was a really great conversation yeah it totally was so i don't know yeah he he did he did oh this is you know there's also you know you heard about neil young right and yeah joni mitchell don't really care about her but neil young kind of bummed me out a little well, yeah bit. i mean hey hey my my russ never sleeps was a great that was weird about that i what? mean do you remember when that came out 
Rust Never Sleeps. That was the name of the album. It came out in 79. Yeah. And that was right at the height of the punk new wave. And he he that album is a punk sounding record. Dude, I mean, it was more, intentional. You know, what, you know what I'm starting you mentioned that. I'm starting to think he's kind of a whichever the way the wind's blowing kind of a guy. Well, I'm wondering if that's not the case because he was anti-war when things were anti-war. He was. Yeah. And now he capitulates to, uh, you know, all right, listen to this Blackstone. All right. Blackstone owns half of Neil Young's music. And Blackstone, yes. In 2012, Blackstone entered into a partnership with Pfizer and SFJ Pharmaceuticals. So this Blackstone. What kind of partnership? They're like a huge uh, financial, like, like, I don't think they're a hedge fund, but. Some kind of investment. Yeah, investment. They group. own tons of Some kind of, of investment shit. group where they just right. buy parts of stuff. and like It's kind of like BlackRock, but not oh, that's as That's what big. I was wondering. Yeah, BlackRock so. is the one that owns all the real the banks. and, that, and they They're buying up every everything. house. They're buying up all the houses so nobody can own one. Right. I'd so, like to get into that sometime. I've heard quite, uh, quite a few conspiracies. Oh, no doubt. But the, the problem is Blackstone, so they own half of his publishing rights, and they're partners with Pfizer. I mean, you know, now you could make the case that he's, you know, capitulating to corporate interests. Yeah. You know, whether he is or not. But, I I mean, I like Neil Young. I like his music. But, you know, Rogan's got what? I think the Malone episode got 80 million downloads. Yeah, well, he gets 11 million a week. So, (sighs) CNN doesn't get that in a whole week for all of their shows combined. Right. I mean, I you know there's there's going to be some kind of backlash with them. I mean, you got to you can't just let them walk all over you like that. If you're a big network, you can't let a podcast be better than you know legacy media. Uh, it's yeah, just but legacy. I mean, it's it's changing. You know this. Well, it's I mean, look what we're did. doing. I know it's it's but you know it's become the numbers. Should prove it now. Oh, absolutely. And so now they're actually trying to do something because they're afraid of it. Yeah, they're terrified. Uh-huh. They're terrified. Uh, the whole, whatever you want to call it, the globalist media, corporate, corporatist, military industrial complex cabal, mm-hmm. big pharma's involved in that. And yet it's just weird. We've talked about it before, how big business that used to be seen as conservatives and the leftists were against big business it seems like it's totally it's switched. kind of flip-flop now yes you've got you've got republicans and conservatives calling for regulations uh it, on on business and uh, right and well then, and even taxing you got steve bannon on war rooms like tax the fuck out of these big tech guys that's so so weird how I, everything I, I know. Floats around like that. Well, I mean, I've made the case myself. I really don't feel like my views have changed that much. I mean, they have moved to the right some, but I mean, I'm still like in 2016, I was my number one issue. I was anti-war. Those wars in the Middle East. Well, I knew they were bullshit. So what do you, I mean, what are you thinking about this Ukraine thing? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's great is that people are wising up to this shit. Now, I mean, they're not. We're not going into Ukraine. You know, Biden yeah, yeah, said yeah. he's eighty five hundred troops at the ready to assist our NATO partners. And I made the point on Twitter: 
Ukraine isn't in NATO. That's what I was wondering. They're yeah, because not. Because the only uh, isn't there some kind of sketchy relationship the Bidens have with Ukraine? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And uh, what's I mean, that prison? What's the name of that company that Biden Hunter worked for or works for? Uh, prison oh. or? No, nah, I can't remember. Uh, Look it up. But no, yeah, I mean they got paid. Well, I remember Joe Biden went on the record that said you either fire uh, Burisma. Bur- yeah, that's so what it was, Burisma. For sure. There was a prosecutor, one of the lead prosecutors in Ukraine, was looking into shady business dealings with Burisma, mm-hmm. S- specifically stuff that had to do with Hunter Biden. And Biden, Joe, I mean, he's so dumb. He goes on TV and said, I went to the UK president and said, that billion dollars in aid, if you don't fire that prosecutor, you're not getting it. And the, and the, the uh, president of Ukraine, who had Parashenko maybe, said, well, you don't have the authority to do that. He said, you want to bet you pick up the Dude, phone, we'll call Obama right now. What the hell is going on with Ukraine? Because didn't, I mean, wasn't that a big deal with Trump too? Like he had, he had some kind of that quid pro quo. Yeah, that was Ukraine. Ukraine. Right? Why are, why are they so involved? Who gives well, a shit about Ukraine? Well, here's the deal: Ukraine is on the border of Russia. Right. And so we Western the Euro, the Europeans and the Americans, and I'm talking about, you know, the the usual suspects, the CIA, intel forces. Look, we did a coup in Ukraine. We did a coup. Yep. They hung people on the damn streets of Kiev. This, we uh, did after that. After the fall of the wall? Or oh, yeah, reason? it was way after. It was, it was uh, during Obama. Victoria oh, really? Newland. Look up Victoria oh. Newland phone call Ukraine. She was recorded. A phone call where she goes, Victoria well, we got what? New- uh, N-U-L-A-N-D. Victoria Newland phone call. So the CIA facilitated a coup in Ukraine so we could get our guys in there. And and it was proven. Victoria Newland, she's recorded saying, yeah, we got our guy in there. It's kind of like what what Hillary did, what they did in Libya. I mean, you know, it's the same thing. So we want to get into Ukraine because it's on Russia's border, but it all comes down to oil and a pipeline. So pipelines, oh, yeah. and and Russia's already feeding is half of Europe. Is that where the pipeline is going through? Yeah, one proposed? of them to go to Europe has got to go through Ukraine. So can't run it through Germany Baltic, gets uh, all of their oil and natural gas from Russia right now. Right. So they're like, when Biden, they wouldn't even meet with Biden to discuss Ukraine. They're like, no way. So Putin and look, do you think because Putin had a, had a statement today or yesterday, I think it was, and he's saying that we're making this into. A bigger deal. Absolutely. Do you think the the Ukrainian president said that. The one. He uh, said that to Biden. He said, look, I live here. You. This is, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, you're making it sound like there's riots and tanks in the street. He goes, I live here. I'm looking out the window right now. He's saying this to Biden. He goes, there's no violence. He goes, this is no worse than what happened in 2014 and 2016. The Russians always do military exercises on the... Well, it'd be like the Chinese coming into Mexico. Right. How the hell would we feel about it? Or Canada? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want the red... Chi- well, actually, the, the left, the corporatists would love to have China, you know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. The ones that hate red, be like Russia coming to Mexico. We wouldn't put up with that. Yeah, that that's what I... I mean, it just seems invasive. Like Totally. And, you know, I mean... All again, Putin has asked for is said, look, Ukraine can't be a member of NATO. 
and and he doesn't want that because because they're on the border. I mean, we, there's still this adversarial relationship now, with the European Union and Russia, and it's all contrived. It's all bullshit by the CIA, mm-hmm. and they make Putin out to be this dictator. Putin, look, whether you like him or not, he is elected. Now they may be cheap, you know, somewhat right. fraudulent, but the people love him. The Russian people love him. Yeah. He's yeah. a strong leader. I I have a buddy who's married to a Russian. Mm-hmm. We talk all the time. He's been there 12 times in the last fight. He said Russia's 10 times more free than America. Really? He said they have a totally free press. Yeah, I mean, when the Iron Curtain fell, communism was dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, the KGB had to open up all their files. There's no secret police like there was. Sure. I mean, it's, it's a free nation, and we treat them. We treat Red China, who is just horrific human well uh, it, it comes down I, we, we were talking about this here it's, it's business it's, it's money it's money yeah we don't we don't we don't we stake to lose from uh russia we tend to gain from from china, china. so yeah. of course we're going to treat them a little bit it's different. the auto parts guys who get all their parts from china and they're making billions it's nike billions of feet over there uh you know versus russia where you know, it's, there's they're not a big trading partner. China's no. the biggest market in the and world, and they're a, they're a threat to uh, energy as well. Yes, because they do have big oil reserves. Yeah. You know, somebody asked me at one point. I was in the uh, used to be in the frozen custard business. I had several stores in Tulsa, and someone approached me who had connections with the Chinese community. You know, there's we've talked about this. I think there's four thousand Chinese students at at, at MSU. Yeah. I mean, it's a massive number. And he said they freaking love Andes. It's like their favorite thing in the world. He said, dude, we go to China and open a frozen custard store, and I'm telling you, we'd make Uh, Yeah. And I I looked into it. The problem is there's no fresh dairy. In China? No, they don't have... They don't have they, the they infrastructure. Have the right there's not a big land where they're doing dairy cattle and stuff. They right. use powdered milk. I mean, there's no wow. you can't go buy a gallon of milk mm. in China. Ooh, that stinks. Yeah, I, I mean, if you could, it'd milk. be like a, a very, very expensive luxury item. Right. Yeah, uh, that is one major advantage that America has. You know, not only do we have two giant moats on either side of us. Yeah. But we also have one of the largest farmable areas. Yeah, you know, Russia has a lot of landmass, but it's all it's mostly tundra and yeah, uh, Siberia, Siberia. Yeah, you think about the resources in America too. I mean, just what they've discovered from fracking. Yeah, I mean, we were the number one producer of oil under Trump Mm -hmm. till Biden cut the Keystone Pipeline. Thank you very much, Uncle Joe. Well, don't worry, they're trucking it all now. (laughs) So speaking of trucks, did you uh, watch any of the? Canadian convoy. I've, I've heard of it. Uh, oh. I haven't looked into it. Too well, much. it's not on the media. There's a total media blackout. You have to go to like Rebel News. I don't know if you ever watch Rebel News. Is great. They're out of Canada. They're a open source, free. They're always fighting. With Trudeau is the biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you got us. Uh, he does drive me a little nuts. It, this clip. I mean, he. He got on and said, let me look this. I've got it pulled up. He, what he said about these truckers is just a freaking lie. Now, first of all, let me tell so you. So he has responded to it then. Oh, he's calling them racists, Nazis. 
He said that they've uh, desecrated war. And this has been reported on uh, MSNBC and CNN. Those, that's the only reports. Oh, these truckers. Listen to this, dude. 50,000 trucks. So is this a, like a strike or a it's, protest? It's a protest against the mandates. And, they got- and they'll go back to work. I heard an interview with the, the guy that started all. I've heard a couple interviews with him. He said, look. They dropped the mandates. We're done. They're mandating are, the trucks. Truckers get vaccinated. Are these independent contractors? I like, mean, some uh, are. Owner operators? Or I'm are sure these they fleet are. drivers? I'm sure they are because they, they're not going back to work. He said, we're not going back to work till the mandates are gone. Interesting. So 50,000 trucks. It oh, went for 40 miles. And what's cool about it, too, in Ottawa, where it ended up, there was uh, 60,000 citizens greeting them. It was really emotional watching some of this stuff. So, so what have they felt the economic impact? I'm yet? sure it's coming. Trudeau went into hiding. He he did. He totally. So when this oh. happened, he he made this statement: "We're not going to put up with you know 90 percent of the truckers are doing the right thing. This is a small fringe minority. Yeah, 50,000 trucks, small fringe. Call them so. Nazis. These are just the most down home kind." Canadians are tough as boot leather, man. You got to be to live in that. I, exactly. Yep. To be, and, uh, you, I mean, you watch ice road truckers, dude. Oh Those yeah. Those guys are <laughs> no. mean motherfuckers if they got to be. Well, in Canada's like that. Eight months out of the year, yeah. shit. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to, you got to have a little leather on you to to deal with some of those conditions. The Great North. Eh. Oh, and then you heard about uh, Zucker, huh? Jeff, I just saw something about that today. Jeff Zucker. Banging on an intern or something? Or maybe, yeah, uh, maybe there's something intern, else but. going on. I think it's the ratings. Because every it, from what I've read, and I, I haven't looked into it real deeply, apparently, yes, he said, I have to admit that I was having a relationship, and I should have admitted it when it first started. And because I didn't do that, it was wrong, and I'm resigning. But he, from what I've read, everybody knew it. I mean, everybody knew it. So there has to be another reason. And this, the conjecture is... Their ratings are the worst. Well, uh, I mean, I I think it's a load of crap. I, I think most news, I even Fox News, I think is a load of crap. Mm. It's just, it's totally, uh, but it's more entertaining. It's, Tucker it's, Carlson's the only one telling the truth. Even yeah. Sean Hannity, which I used to kind of admire, he has got, look, I'm, I'm, I'm so anti-Rhino, Republican oh, right. in, name in name only. only. Yeah. And Carl Rove, do you know who he is, the pollster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he Bush. is the worst. Mm-hmm. Now, in Missouri, we have two senators, Josh Hawley and Roy Blunt. Mm-hmm. And I know Roy personally. I've told you, i tell you the Civil War story in Roy. Did oh, I tell you that? No. You know the, the, the books, the greatest books ever written on the Civil War? Shelby Foote? No, uh, the, it's a series of three, and it started yeah, it's the with Civil War Gods and Generals oh, was the second oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gettys, yeah. Getty's, yeah. the movie the they movie, made, yeah, Gettysburg. Ted Turner did all those. Yeah, it's Gods and Generals, Gettysburg, and... But it wasn't called Gets, um, Gettysburg. The movie was called The Gettysburg. movie was, but the book wasn't. Oh, okay. So anyway, he bought, brought to me at my restaurant those three books, because I love those books. They're some mm-hmm. of my favorite. I thought they were so well done. Is it, are they narratives, or are they... No, the books. History books. Uh there, what what would you what do you call it? Uh, Steve Ambrose, Stephen Ambrose. Oh, I love Stephen Ambrose. He writes the same kind. It's it's faction, because it's all based on fact. But he'll create conversations in the book 
where there's no recordings, right? But we know that Sherman did this on his march through Atlanta, right. so he probably would have had to have told this lieutenant. So he'll say, you know, General Sherman called Lieutenant Todd in, right? Right. Blah blah blah. blah. So right. it's written like a first person, like you're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that first one called though? That was the best one of all because it, Michael Shera wrote the first one. He died, and his son wrote the second one and the third and one was a prequel and one was got, was a, a sequel uh killer angels killer angels gods and generals uh, and the last full measure killer angels so gods and generals was the prequel to killer angels killer that angels was, was the first book yeah the I, father wrote it he died his son wrote the other two. Oh, okay that's so blunt brings me the guy who produced the movie gettysburg signed the book well, it for wasn't me. ted turner well ted no. turner paid for the whole thing well, ted, maybe. ted turner paid out of pocket for those movies i'm gonna look it up but it didn't cost him much because he got all civil yeah, war actors yeah but those weren't t made for tv movies no was, but nobody else had nobody else wanted to make them is this oh i gotcha and so somebody had to put the bill for it that was interested and ted turner had the land to do it he had I the money gotcha. to do it so he he financed it he may not have necessarily uh uh, Tom Berenger, I'd forgotten Tom that. Tom Berenger, Sheen. Now, yeah, uh, he played uh, Stone, or he played uh, Longstreet in Gettysburg. Berenger, Martin Sheen played. Uh, okay, he's the director, Lee. Ron Maxwell. Ron Maxwell uh -huh. signed these books, the guy oh, that directed, wow. and Blunt brought those to me. That's awesome. And I love the guy, but he is the worst politician <laughs> definition of a rhino. I mean, yeah. I just, we have, there has to be a change in Washington. So, so when you, I mean, is, is it not, is there no room for compromise when you're a true Republican or how does, cause I, I mean, There's I, when I hear that term, I just like, well, it just sounds like you're not willing to work on any level. No, no, no. It's not that it's, it's, it's the fact that people like Lindsey Graham, Roy Blunt, uh, Mitch McConnell, these ones we call rhinos. We call them rhinos, Republicans in name only, because Republicans generally stand for smaller government, uh, you know, very conservative fiscal policy. Yet these guys are voting, you know, Pat letting Biden, now, you know, open say, the checkbook. Is it say one thing, vote another? Yeah, is well, that kind yeah, of what totally. it is? Totally. Okay. Totally. You know, the one-eyed dude with the eye patch? Crenshaw? Uh, Crenshaw's the same way. He's horrible. See, I, I like Crenshaw because he's kind of willing to... Yeah, but he's a, he's a warmonger. All these guys well, he's an are ex-Navy SEAL, so he probably is yeah. going to be pretty pro-troop. Well, there's a difference between pro-troop and, and pro-regime change wars. Now, you know? I would agree with that. You know, I going to Syria that. because yeah. we want the pipeline Dude, yeah, and it, making up false gas attacks and uh, bullshit unless like that. there's an attack on us, there's really no... Crenshaw is all about going to Ukraine. So is McConnell, yeah. uh, Lindsey Graham. Here's what Lindsey Graham had to say about the Jan. We haven't talked a lot about January 6th. And look, I don't even like saying this because I think it's so bullshit. We have talked about Ray Epps and how the FBI set it up. The bottom line is people did break the law, yeah. and those people should be treated by the justice system like everyone else that breaks the law. Mm -hmm. 99% of BLM and Antifa rioters, ones that set fires to federal court buildings, never got charged and released. 
every one of those January 6 people is being charged with the harshest. There's guys looking at 20 years in jail for walking into that building that day. Just walking in. 20 years in jail. They've been de denied lawyers. They're in horrible conditions. Marjorie Taylor Greene, a congresswoman, went in there and took video. I mean, the, the guy's like, look, if we get bologna on a sandwich, it's a great day, but the bologna's always mold. It's prison? the D.C. jail. And the, the city the, jail, the D.C. jail, whatever that is. Isn't there like a that's jail, a federal jail? Isn't there a jail under the under uh, Congress under the Capitol? Uh, I've heard I don't know, that, like a dungeon or something. Well, but the, the warden of this jail has come out and said, oh, these guys are all racist. And I mean, they've beaten the crap out of several people. They've been denied medical treatment. I'm saying equal justice. So Lindsey Graham, another rhino comes out the other day and say, I think those people had to throw the book at them. You know, they invaded Congress. Look, Lindsey, the FBI fucking set them up. There's videos of the Capitol Police. What happened? Just real <laughs> quick. You know, Ray Epps was caught on camera. Who's that? Ray Epps was the leader of the Oath Keepers in Arizona. Okay. Oh, you know, that the, guy, the eye patch guy? No, he's not that an eye patch guy? guy. It's a different guy. So on January 5th, the day before, he's on video going saying, tomorrow we take the Capitol. We're going in the Capitol. And everyone's going, what? And all of a sudden, this, this guy goes, that's crazy. And then people start chanting, fed, fed, fed mm -hmm. at Ray Epps. The next day, he's saying, we got to take the Capitol. He goes and whispers. There's video of this. He whispers something in a guy's ear, and this guy goes over with bolt cutters and cuts the first gate to get into the Capitol. Ray Epps has never been charged. Interesting. He's a fad. I'm not saying he's an agent, but he's working with the FBI. There's no doubt about it. They instigated it, just like they instigated all these other things we've talked about, the OKC bombing. Well, uh, it does seem interesting to me. Uh, you know, it, it's really the only way to get things done anymore, whatever side run. I'm not saying it's good or justified, but... If you oh, want you mean like a false flag or something? Yeah, if you want to start a war, you know. If you want to change a narrative, if you want to make people actually have to put in legislation and everyone feel the same way, D.C. is so goddamn gridlocked anymore that you have to do something crazy like this to get any kind of legislation through to make people realize it. I, I don't know about that. I mean, the, no, you're not getting the, anything. The FBI anything. should, in my opinion, should be completely dis destroyed, but torn down. They're the most corrupt. They're a criminal organization. They're not a law enforcement organization. Mm -hmm. The stuff they've done, they've killed so many people. I mean, the OKC bombing, you know, all the, the, the feds that worked that day were all gone. They had the day off. They were told not to come in to work that day. Oh, but they forgot to tell the 30 children in the daycare center oh, yeah, 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 who yeah. got blown to bits. Right. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And, and they've never given a reason why they were told not to come in. I mean, I've seen the interviews with guys. Yeah, I got a text in the morning. Don't come to work today. I mean, we'll get into We're going to do an episode on it. I've done a massive amount of research. It was totally an FBI thing. Even uh, the guy who was killed for it, I can't even think of his name now, but um, who was executed. Timothy McVeigh. Timothy McVeigh. I mean, he, he up to the day, he said, hey, I was a patsy. He was CIA. Totally. CIA. Anyway, hmm. yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. I don't want to talk. I want to really get into COVID a little bit because 
God, there's so much crazy <laughs> shit going on in the world. You know, I heard a, a saying. I, I may have said it before on another show, but I, I'm going to say it again. I even wrote it down because I just I love this so much that the truth is like a lion. You don't a lion doesn't have to defend itself. You set it loose and it will defend itself. Right. The truth is like a lion. Sure. That's a good one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Set it loose, it will defend itself. That's what right. it is. I didn't say it correctly the yeah. first time. But. No, yeah, I like that. that uh, and and look, it's been two years and the facts are coming to surface now that this COVID thing, whether it was, you know, a totally intentionally set on the world or not, it doesn't matter. But we're getting real data out of places like the UK and um, Scotland. You know that Mexico, Japan, just made ivermectin their first-line treatment. Didn't they always they, have some kind of... Uh, well, it was discovered in Japan, but anyway. Yeah, I, I, well, I want to say that that's why they always had such low numbers, was because yeah. they actually, you know... Allowed treated, people. Uh, Same yeah, thing in India. Yeah. Mexico, too. Yeah. Now, think, you've been to Mexico, right? I haven't. I've never left the country. Mexico, particularly in the border towns like Monterey... Uh, like near the U.S. border, they are so densely populated, and sanitation is horrible. I mean, it's a third-world country, bro. You yeah, you haven't I've seen poverty. Really I, I mean, there's City beautiful. Oh, bad. Mexico City is, it's nuts, and I love it. I it's one of my favorite cities, but it's you know, one of the largest cities on earth. Yeah, I've heard yeah. population-wise, like seventy-five million or something, something like that. God, just the cars, and what's cool is they all have these. Cool little musical note horns, the cars. Be La Zocolo is the big uh, plaza where you drive around anyway. I heard traffic is just stupid. It's nuts. It's, it's insane. Like 16 lanes and just stalled. But what was I saying? So the COVID rates in Mexico are like nothing because they've given people free access to ivermectin hydroxychloroquine and these other they're over the counter down there you could go down there you can buy narcotics over the counter right yeah um i well, know this <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's just those laws those those fda enforced laws that uh that make new hampshire just passed a bill that to make ivermectin um over the counter really you know about passed new hampshire it. Yeah. Passed it, not just Yeah, no, they the passed floor. it. Do you know you had the story in New Hampshire, the Free State Project? You ever heard of that? No. Oh, my God. It is cool as hell. What is it? About 15 years ago. Oh, is this a been group going for of, a while? Oh, a long time. A group of libertarians got together and said, we need to go somewhere and take over the state. They chose New Hampshire because it's beautiful, but it's small. Right. And the communities are small. And they literally, that's why that bill got passed. Their uh, their representatives, their con not the, their House of Representatives is all libertarian, not all, but mainly libertarian. Really, their mayors, yeah, their city councilmen. Huh. So they just kind of they called it a free state project, and they'll like help you move there. I actually got on the list, and I was getting emails forever. Are you coming? You know, we want you here. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's huh. really cool. Now some of them are kooky, you know, some of the. Big L libertarian. Some of those, some of those, I'm like, all right, dude, that's not really the world I want to yeah, live in. Yeah, I know. I do. Open I, borders. Yeah, and, dude, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to pay somebody else to do the fucking roads. Like, 
I don't mind paying a little bit of property tax so I don't have to worry about that shit. But when you start having to deal with, like, like bidding and everybody has to pay, se- you're ended up doing the same goddamn thing. I just uh, think it's we, chaos. I think I it's too much we chaos. Could, we could get into that whole road thing. I don't even go down that. No, well, that, privatized all. I mean, I guess it's. Yeah, but I mean, that's what people always say. Well, what, what, what would you do without government? You wouldn't have roads. And I'm like, that's bullshit. All the roads that were built in the United States were all private well, roads to, be to toll begin roads? with. Isn't that what it would Maybe. end up being? Maybe. Toll roads yeah, then, but what if you didn't have to pay tax? What yeah, if there was no I sales tax on pay, gasoline? I think I'd rather pay gasoline to be fifty cents less a tax gas. than have to. It's because eventually there's going to be different companies, and then they're going to be fighting over it. And then it's like you change from one toll to another. You buy a pass for this one, but you can't take that way. So you got to go all the way around. I think it uh, maybe just be maybe a they just give you one pass that works everywhere. But then and they you don't pay have to fifty dollars a month. Know. I mean, I don't know. There's arguments for and against, but I think it's a happy medium with, with like locally. If right. you get any bigger than a municipality, I, I think that the big government thing is just a waste. I think it's a big headache. But locally, where you can see the value of your tax dollar, I think is where, you know, schools and firefighters and police department, yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, and that's, I'm cool with that. But when you start paying federal tax and you never see a fucking dime of it, I know. and you're paying half your income to that, that bugs the hell out of me. Well, you know, Biden, so I just found this out. He signed an executive order back in March to make every federal agency responsible and this is fully funded um to get people to register to vote and it says the language in the memo is primarily uh people of poc people of color hey i mean these are our tax dollars so the democrats can win elections every federal agency the bureau of land management i've always had a really great solution to that because they say, you know, photo ID shit is dumb. Like, that's racist and it's dumb. Like, you can't have a photo ID. Oh, Dude, yeah. why don't we have a program? Yeah. Why don't we set up in a strip mall somewhere and say, come here. We'll make it super easy for you to get IDs. It's free. Everybody takes it. Get your fucking ID. Get a state ID. You need it anyway. You're going to help. It'll help you get a job. It'll help your life in more ways than just okay, but, but getting someone to register to vote. My point is, I think you've bought into the mainstream media's narrative well, that poor people and people of no, color don't have IDs. I, Ari, there's yeah, been okay. videos done. It is total bullshit. As a matter of fact, not you, mm-hmm. but that to say that is racist. And yeah, black I people, I mean... But you pull up a video of them interviewing black people in the inner city yeah. and like, do you have an ID? And they're like, well, well hell yes, I've got an ID. Everybody has an ID. Exactly. That's why I don't think it would be a big deal to just say, all right, well, if you don't have an ID, come down here. Because I think everybody well, has can. I think everybody has. But, uh, you, you know. You get a free Missouri state identification. I know. Free. I think I just need some way to, I think that's way more, or, or advertise more. If you've already got it. Make it more accessible. You I just don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a again. problem. I think you're right. I. I don't think it's a big problem. But I think they've made look. They've it made it people. an issue because they don't. They they say, oh, it's racist to require an ID to vote. Well, that's so they can cheat. That's the whole narrative. The yeah. whole narrative is so they can cheat. As a matter of fact, did you hear? This was on my list in Pennsylvania. You know, we hadn't even got into the 2020 election, but the Pennsylvania, the second highest court, whatever federal court's right below the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, just ruled that the mail-in ballots during the 2020 presidential election were unconstitutional 
ab infinito, which means from the beginning. That means those 120,000 mail-in votes are unconstitutional. Yeah. You think we can uh, vote from our phones? What do you think about that? I, you think no. it'd be too easy to hack? Or I think we with, should go back to paper ballots, and you have to vote paper. in person, and you got to show an ID. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I worked the polls this last election, and um, uh, I, anyway, I mean, the election was, in my opinion, you may not agree, it was totally stolen. Without it, I mean, there's no doubt. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, Pennsylvania alone, he only won by 10,000 votes. They just ruled that 120,000 are unconstitutional. Yep. And I guarantee you, 99% of those were for Joe Biden. Look, Mark Zuckerberg gave $6 million to each one of these bellwether counties to put in these drop boxes. They, the governors, and very often Republican governors and secretaries of state, like in Georgia, signed these executive orders, which you can't do that. It says in the Constitution that the House of Representatives in each state shall set the laws for an election. So these governors just overrid it. Do you think that cloud like muddies the water a little bit since it's so individualized per state? You think that makes it a little easier than having one broad set of instructions? Well, you know, that gets into really deep constitutional discussions. States' rights know, versus... State, yeah, federalism, you know. It's a, the old a, Madison and but Jefferson. Wouldn't a, wouldn't a federal election be separate than a state election? And shouldn't no, there be I federal mean, guidelines for federal elections and state <sighs> guidelines for state... Elections? I think there are federal laws require, uh, that have to do with federal guess, elections, but each the counting state, process, right? Isn't that what's Yeah, different? and yeah, where, where you go to vote, Mm-hmm. how they're counted you know sure. the machines in what order are huge even yeah exactly and and i mean it's pretty serious like when we finished you know you have to do this whole checklist you've got to take this card out of the machine it's got to be locked in a specific lock people have to take the ballots physically and, and a witness has to follow them i mean it's a big deal so, so they just in that- georgia mm-hmm. they just found a guy has admitted now to being a mule he got $10 a ballot, and he ran 20,000 so, ballots, and they say there's 120 of those mules in me, Georgia. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So so you sounds like there's a lot of fail-safes behind this. Sounds like there was a lot of but a in chain this, of evidence, at least in your instance. Yeah, but in this last election, in the key states, and there were five key swing states, they all stopped count. Now, you'll if you go on Twitter, they'll say, oh, that's bullshit. But I watched it live. They stopped counting at midnight. They said, oh, we don't have time. We're going to stop counting. Well, I remember there was, yeah. And they, you remember the video where in Georgia where they kicked everyone out, said, oh, we're done for the night. We'll count tomorrow. Then these two women sneak back in. And she pulls this hidden box of ballots and starts running them through the machine. Mm-hmm. She runs it through, grabs it, runs it through again, and it's just running the same ballot through. And this was... In Georgia. In Georgia. And it's on and was one of Yes. Can I find it? Yes. <laughs> I'm interested. There's to see so that. much evidence. And everyone says, look, there were 40 court cases that Trump didn't win. Russell, this is the honest to God's truth. Not one of those court cases ever went to court and was adjudicated. They were all ruled, uh, we don't have jurisdiction or we can't rule on that no evidence has ever been presented to a court until now and that's why that pennsylvania court just ruled on it 
This election was stolen so, I mean, look, Biden's at 30%. You really going to convince me he got more votes than any person in presidential history? That he got more than Obama? Trump won every bellwether state and county that every, I mean, it defies history on so many levels. Yeah, this is, I think, the one on the top left. Yeah. See here, she's pulling them out from under the table. Uh, Watch this. this, here, this yep, lady? they're going to pull them right. It's the lady in the blue. I believe it's her. Yeah, now she's going over. Are our our, our, uh, listeners able to see yeah, this? Yeah, 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 it's on. Okay. Uh, yeah, you probably weren't into this. I was so into Yeah, there's the box of ballots. They just brought okay, in. Okay, it's an empty box, though. That one there is empty. They're putting them in that box. They're putting ballots in. Now, this is after. Here's what they said in this particular county. This was in Fulton County in Atlanta. They said, oh, the building sprung a leak. We have to stop. That was the, the excuse. Right. That the building was flooded. Hey, but they're still... They're still a in lot there. Of, there's a lot of people there, though. I would think to, to, to do something like this, and I mean... I'm they're still all, it's all, a long video. I don't all, even know if we're in no, the right No, but they're spot. all they're all Democrats. So Here's you, the problem in this. Um, don't you? Is it like an see, Ocean's you probably weren't thing? watching this. No, no, no. On the day of the election, Republicans were barred, and they used COVID as an excuse. They're supposed to be election officials that are able to walk I in and look. We were they barred that. them. They said, oh, you can stand 30 feet away. Now, you can't check a signature from 30 feet. So this is actual polling officials. Yes, being barred. Dude, the, the amount of... We'll do a show on the 2020 election. I will convince you... That may be. Yeah. ...that it was totally stolen. Uh, I mean... I mean, without I a don't, doubt. I don't... I do believe that there is, you know... Five counties. That's all he had to win. And in he Pens won... In Pennsylvania? No, no, no. no. Or, in or, states... So it was Arizona, Wisconsin, Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. And it was all in the big cities, which are notorious for corruption anyway. Philly. But they're also notoriously Democrat. Not, not Georgia. Georgia's red as hell. Well, most of the Nevada's state, red. Atlanta, Arizona's red. The most populous areas of any state tend to be. Right, but it's a red state. You, you've even got, you know. That's why You've I'm got Texas, where Austin is, is incredibly. Boring. No, I know that, but but in Georgia, look, Republicans swept everything in Georgia, but Trump lost. But they won it, every other election. Was it, was it Georgia where that Doug Jones dude? Was that Alabama? Remember where that one pedophile guy on the on the horse? No, I don't uh, remember that. What was his name? And uh, but anyway, he lost to a Democrat, Doug Jones, there for a, he lost a Senate seat. And it was a real because remember he showed up to the election day on a fucking horse. I guy? really don't remember that. I swear. Um, what was his name? Uh, he just the Doug Jones guy. I think just lost re-election. Um, was his name? <laughs> well, what, what was the point of it though? That that there was there was a southern switch um, and, and voting a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, there's always corruptions in elections, but I but, mean, just well, just on the face of it. They say that Biden got 80, 81 million votes. 
That's like nine million more than Barack Obama got. Roy Moore was the dude's name. Roy Moore, I do remember that. And yeah. it was a special election. Yeah. And so it got a lot of publicity. And so the only point I'm saying in that, that and that was in Alabama, that wasn't Georgia, but Alabama, of course, being a very heavily red red state, yeah. um, you know, sometimes people just get sick of who's in office and they want to change things, whether they vote well, I, that way regularly or not. No, I mean, look, the hate for Trump was unparalleled. Sure. The acrimony, I mean, people, I mean, it. you know, Trump was, derangement syndrome. Right. I mean, people went nuts. Well, and I didn't like him, still don't no, really I like understand. him, but... But I, it was definitely a really heavy-handed. I'll give you that. It was a super heavy-handed disdain for the guy that I thought was well. He went heady. Look, almost. he went against the the globalists, the swamp. I mean, look, George Bush, Barack Obama made all these promises. I voted for Obama. Oh yeah, I did twice. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't twice. <laughs> but I really didn't want like Mitt Romney either because he's he was one and the same. It wouldn't have mattered. Barack Obama went and did everything opposite of what he said he was going to do. I'll give you that. Yeah. He continued the wars. Yeah. He you know destroyed Libya. They sell sex slaves or slaves on the capital in Tripoli in Libya. Well, yeah. There's a, a live <laughs> slave auction. It's crazy. It's a hellhole, and it was the richest country in africa that's my point where i think progressives are the most libya, that's, racist libya is a really interesting country because the history of it where you know Morov uh, was that morovia i think um you know libya was set up as an american colony in, no are you sure you're not thinking of uh uh the, where the african slaves went and started the no, african is, country that's it was it was done back pre-civil war this they it was set up libya liberty yeah. Um, and then it was like Morovia. Uh, what's the capital of Libya? I thought it's it was Tripoli. Isn't no, it? Libya capital. It's it's Moro. Oh, it is Tripoli. What am I? You're thinking Maybe. of no. You're thinking of uh, what's that other word I'm thinking? Oh, of? it's the hellhole. I can't believe I can't think of it. It's, it's the, where that dude, the Captain Butt Naked or whatever. Yes, was. it's the worst country in the world it's where terrible. they shit yeah, on yeah, the yeah. beach, what where people that? just use the beach as a public toilet, and you literally yeah, it's just okay. It's, it's not, uh, and that is the cat. It is Monrovia. Monrovia. Yeah. What's the? Uh, I'll think of it. I it was, it was set it was up by freed African slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. Libya? It was something American. I was thinking that because of liberty. It starts was... with an E. It's not Ethiopia. It's, uh, why can't I think of that? It's the biggest shithole country literally in the world. Uh, African country started by American slaves. It'll pop up. Can't I? Liberia. Liberia. Damn it. I knew it. I know. You're right. It was an L. Yeah, it's even an American flag, basically. If you look at their country's yeah. flag. Yeah, yeah, it was, It was. Uh, you know, the intentions were great. Because that was Monroe. President Monroe had become, that's why in Monrovia, you know. Right. So that kind of dates it to a certain that's time. That's right. That's um, absolutely right. Yeah. So freed African slaves went to, right. back to Africa to start this country. The problem is it's like many African countries. The corruption's just horrible. I have one of my best friends is Nigerian from Nigeria, and he's a doctor. He took a team of 10 doctors. They were going to go over there for a month and just give free services. You know, he's a urologist. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Euro he's a urologist. He does surgery. You know, he's a surgeon. Oh, okay. 
So, you know, if a guy has a whatever or a woman has, you know, problems down there, he was going to mm-hmm. offer his free services. He had an eye guy. For, they got there, and they were demanded to give, like, $300,000. The the officials, as soon as they landed. To do free services? Yeah. They were bribing, and they got on the plane and left. And, it, and I mean, he called me, and we talked about it. I did a, a podcast interview with him and told his story on my old podcast, The Restaurant Guru, because yeah, I got yeah. to know him because he was a, a waiter at a restaurant I managed. And we're still oh, good yeah. friends. That's Francis Obolu. <laughs> he's the best-looking man you'll ever see. He's got the <laughs> darkest skin, and he's just got the You know what's, what's really interesting? It's a little off-topic. But yeah. When I was working in Fargo, North Dakota, that is one of the most diverse places I've ever been in my entire really? life. Yep. See, I think Fargo would be lily white. You'd think so, but I get there and I'm working at Walmart, so you see all walks of life come in and out. And I'm, That's pretty wild. I'm tearing up that. Dude, my best friend there was the, uh, he was a guy from Nigeria, like all right off the boat, dude. I he, love their accent. Oh, it's so cool. And I he's know. so happy and like, yes. it's so fun to talk to, but he was like the greeter. And he just sit there like, oh, watch out, bud. No, don't, nah, do don't do that, man. <laughs> Fuck with me the whole time. He's great, but there was there was like Muslims in all garbs. There was wow, you know, traditional African gear. Yeah. All the, like it was Indian Kwanzaa people. and yeah, um, it was yeah. so wild. And I just I couldn't believe the fire. That is North pretty Dakota, wild. Uh, was like that. It's kind of like Ozark, right? Ozark, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like yeah, Ozark. Yeah. Just like <laughs> it. Just like it. <laughs> all right, let's get into some COVID stuff. We all right, get into what do you some got? COVID stuff. So Ron Johnson. He's a U.S. senator. Did a uh, what do you call it? A roundtable, and he's done like three or four of these. Is this, this a sanctioned thing or a Congress? This thing, or Senate. Just, it's a Senate hearing, like a committee kind of mm-hmm. deal. Okay, it's a hearing, but yeah. he called it a roundtable because he had all doctors and scientists. Let's play that clip from uh, McCullough. Is that second one? I um, boom, 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 boom. the second. Oh, Peter McCullough. Okay. Yeah, that one that starts at seventeen thirty. Just as I want to give the audience a feel of the kind of the emotion of what's There's going on. There's agree that the vaccines cause, and that's myocarditis or heart inflammation. And I will tell you, as a cardiologist, it is crystal clear that these vaccines cause myocarditis, Doctor. Uh, Parks has already quoted the paper by Avolio that has shown beyond a shadow of a doubt the vaccines cause myocarditis. The FDA indicates for Pfizer and Moderna that they cause myocarditis. FDA admits We now that. have over wow. 200 papers in the peer-reviewed literature on myocarditis, sadly showing the rates of myocarditis are far in excess of what the CDC ever imagined. We've identified that boys are uh, have a predilection for this far more than girls. The maximum age group, the peak age group is age 18 to f- uh, 18 to 24, so it's actually the college age. The risk extends up to age 50. And I can tell you that in this age group, it is clear the risks of the vaccines are far greater than the risks of COVID-19, the respiratory illness. Two papers, one by Tracy Hogue at UC Davis, one by Ron Kostoff, that these papers have been presented at the FDA meetings. They have not been challenged as analyses. One, and, and there are now fatal cases of myocarditis per, uh, 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 published by Washington University in St. Louis, by Verma, and by Choi from South Korea. More fatal cases accrue. There is uh, the father of a boy here in this room who's died of myocarditis. One death is too many. 
one. One, we have 21,000 cases of myocarditis and climbing in the United States that the CDC has verified. One was too many. Under no circumstances, under any circumstances, should a young person ever receive one of these vaccines, let alone ever be pressured to receive a vaccine, let alone ever be mandated to take a vaccine. This is crystal clear. The FDA agrees. There can be no controversy over this. There can be no normalizing of this to say that it's mild or it's transitory. So talk, talk about that. Does there it, is, they say it's mild. Talk, is myocarditis mild? My, I'm telling you, as a specialist, myocarditis is not mild. There are papers by Shower yeah. and by now by Trong at University of uh, Utah at Salt Lake. When they do MRI on these individuals with suspected myocarditis, 100% are having heart damage. 100%. Scar we have a tissue. paper by Tishopi and colleagues looking at the outcome of individuals prior to COVID in this age group with myocarditis. 13% will have permanent heart injury. 32% never actually get up to normal. They don't get back to normal. We are seeing... Un so I also read another stat uh, statistic that within 10 years, 50% of these people will die. How do they know that? Like, how do they? Well, just they track. Based off they of track it. Yeah, based on myocarditis, which yeah. it's not an unknown condition, although it's you know it's up three thousand percent. Was it relatively rare? Yeah. Before that. Uh, yeah, this yeah. is young, healthy people your age, bro. Yeah. yeah. And do you hear what he said? Under no circumstances should anyone your age take this vaccine. Well, I mean. I mean, look, we look at VAERS data, and, you know, this, all this stuff about VAERS, the FDA, they'll say, well, you know, we really can't trust the VAERS data. And uh, what I remind people is, first of all, it's a federal crime to lie on a VAERS report. Secondly, 85% of all VAERS reports are filled out by health professionals. Right, yeah. yeah. And there's never been any study that says that the VAERS reporting is over-reported. There's been multiple studies, including the Harvard study, which says that it represents 10%. So we got 21,000 people, now the number's the same, 21,000 people that have died from the vaccine according to VAERS. So if it's 10%, that means that actually over 200,000 people have died from the vaccine. So this roundtable just blew me away, and I, I would recommend that people watch it. I'll put it in the show notes. But just, just some of the just things that I pulled out of it, like Harvey Risch, who's a well-known doctor, that uh, people with natural immunity that get vaccinated, once you have natural immunity, COVID, then get a vaccine, the the spike protein in the vaccine attacks these P53 genes. Mm -hmm. And he explains how it does. It, the, the P53 are mutation suppre suppressors. Uh, there's a British paper out on this. The spike protein attacks natural immunity. There's been a massive uptick in Bell's palsy and shingles. 
And the you CDC know, has admitted this. Yeah. Didn't you tell me? I, well, I, I've got Bell's palsy. I've had it for four years. Wow. And when I got but it. But you didn't get the jab. No, 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 no. It was explained to me that I was fighting off shingles. And because my They're body related. was fighting shingles, it was, Bell's palsy was able to sneak past the gate, so to speak. Right. And right. Which I would rather have had fucking shingles because I still can't, like, you see my eye here? Yeah, but I don't know. My girlfriend had shingles, bro. Pretty bad. She said it was the most painful. But it thing goes away ever. though. This, yeah, this should true. have been gone after a couple months. But it's I know your girlfriend's not noticeable to me. But well, it's it's still, to you like, though, right? No, I can see it now. See, like, yeah, that and, eye doesn't. If open. I try and open my wow. eyes, I can't open that one. That's but it was real bad when I got it. Like, I did your face like droop? I, could, I couldn't do it. I just drool out one side. Oh. God. And now I did that for about a year, and then a year, yeah, yeah, and then after about a year, it started to get a little bit better. Dude, that sucks. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. So imagine this vaccine is causing oh, Bell's pissed. palsy. Yeah. Who was it? Told me they said I know three people that have Bell's palsy from the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, and it's funny too because it was uh, when I got it, it was like what? That's like an old man's disease. How, how the hell did you get Bell's palsy? I was like, it's weird. So it is some kind of immu. Uh, it's Im- definitely immunological. It's, it's, it's an immune response because right. your body's fighting off something, and then it, and then it triggers some kind of nerve response. Like it attacks your nerves, and then your nerves aren't able to. Like you just can't do anything. So let's talk about. We've had two years of science. We talked at the beginning of the show how countries like Japan, Mexico, India, all these countries that are allowing the use of these over-the-counter the drugs. Let me explain something that I learned from this uh, this roundtable. The virus, the COVID virus, only just changed their quarantine from 10 to 5. Because after 5, you're not transmissible. Because the right. virus doesn't mutate. It's dead. What kills people is not the virus. It's the things that the virus causes. It causes, it's a respiratory infection. It causes blood clots in the lungs. The current protocol, and we, we probably ought to back up a little bit and talk, talk a little bit about what happened to the medical system because I think it's important. And then I'll get back to the current protocol. I remember my dad at the dinner table, he was a doctor, saying, this is crazy. He goes, all my friends, the hospitals are hiring them. This was like an unknown thing. They this all had private, private practices. So what happened was these hospitals would buy the doctor's practice. The doctor, in essence, then became an employee of the hospital. And believe me, they paid them really good money. It wasn't like they were, you know, short. Right, and sometimes, right. you know, twice the money they were making. Without the stress of owning your own practice. Yeah, and then a larger company would come in and buy up a group of hospitals, and then a larger company would gobble it up. So you've got these massive hospital systems where 98% of doctors practicing at these hospitals are employees. Now, these hospital administrators take their the nod from the CDC and the FDA FDA. So the protocol for a COVID patient, you know what it is? Go home. You go to the ER with COVID. Go home. If your lips turn blue, and I'm being a little provocative, <laughs> but if you have trouble breathing, come back. And then then you know what we'll do? We'll give you remdesivir, which is shown. This ICU doctor talked on this roundtable. He's the most published ICU doctor 
in the world. Paul Merrick? Yeah, I believe that is Paul Merrick. You want to play? We could play some of that. Yeah. Oh, tell Damn me it's not ads. an ad. The clog is real. The root issue caused a problem. Oh, God. <laughs> if you look at the four independent studies, including the large study by the WHO, it shows the opposite effect. Remdesivir increases the risk of death. Let me say that again. Remdesivir increases the risk of death by 3%. According it to who? It increases your chances of renal failure by 20%. This is a toxic drug. But just to make the situation even more preposterous, the federal government will give hospitals a 20% bonus on the entire hospital bill, bill. if they prescribe remdesivir oh, to Total Medicare bill. patients. The, Medicare the federal patients. government is incentivizing hospitals to prescribe a medication which is toxic. So he, he is one of the uh, most published intensive care unit doctors in the world he lost his job he was treating patients with so you get this like i was saying the virus after five days stops and you get all these symptoms you get clotting as one of them so you want to prescribe a blood thinner you give steroids because steroids reduce inflammation this inflammation in your lungs the uh you give zinc you give vitamins uh d c they his hospital wrote him a memo. You can no longer use ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and the, he, he says further on, he goes, to add insult to injury, they even precluded me from prescribing, not or not prescribing, using asboric acid. You know what asboric acid is? Vitamin C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they said he couldn't give vitamins to his patients. As a supplement? As a supplemental treatment? Just as anything, yeah. I mean, so the current protocol... You go home, if you have trouble breathing, you come back, they give you remdesivir and they put you on a ventilator. And to put you on a ventilator, they have to stick a tube into your lungs. They have to completely knock you out. They give you huge doses of Versed, morphine. Pharmaceutical paydays. I mean, you're, no, you're in a coma. You're well, in a, I, I, meant, I meant billable items. Yeah. Because they're saying 20% of right. the entire cost of the bill. If you if you knock that up with high cost if you narcotics use, and drugs and, and right and so every uh, procedure, yeah, a shot yeah. of morphine probably costs five hundred dollars. You know, even though you the actual drug door? costs nickels. My, my daughter one time fell and bumped her head in daycare, mm -hmm. and I said, "All right, well, let's go to the doctor check it out." Went to the emergency room. They charged me eighty dollars for a cup of pudding this big and a juice box. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. So think about that. If they use remdesivir, they get a 20% bonus on the total bill. So yep. what these hospitals are doing, they're denying any other kind of treatments. There's stories. There's a, there's a lawyer. I can't. His well, name someone who gets me. better. It, it goes back to cancer research. It goes back to all this shit. The shit we were talking about. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's way more profitable cancer. to treat something than to right, cure it. Right. Right. So... Every other country except the U.S. I mean, this guy goes on. He said, look, he, he lost his job. 
the most respected ICU doctor in the nation, is most published. He lost his job. He said hospitals in America are death camps, and they are. There's stories of people. This the God, the saddest one. This Vietnam vet, his daughter begged them to give him ivermectin. You know, they just put him on a vent. He was going worse and worse. They don't even bathe these people. He eventually, a judge ruled the hospital had to give him ivermectin. By the time they got the order, he had already died. There's another one. Many people have been saved. They're on the brink of death. The hospital said, we're pulling the plug tomorrow. A judge rules, no, sorry, you can't do that. Move him to another hospital. They give him ivermectin. They get better. The, the point of this whole diatribe, when I started out the show, and I said this is the largest criminal conspiracy, dude, 500,000 people have died unnecessarily for yeah. profit, for fucking profit. Yeah. It's outrageous. It. I, I just, that's what grinds me the most. Like, I could, I could let a lot of stuff slide for, for, you know, just, just, Trying to find the best solution when you don't honestly know. Sure. But when it's so blatantly obvious that, the, that all of this stuff is done for profit and it can be extorted in a way and manipulated in, and the information can be manipulated in a way to continue those profits, that's well, when I start to get a little pissed off it, and, and annoyed. Yeah, totally. And Mer- Merrick said, Dr. Merrick said also, he said, look, remdesivir costs $3,000 for a treatment. He said, ivermectin can be bought by who, when I say who, I'm talking about the World Health Organization, for two pennies a pill, okay? And he even said, he goes, look, if if, uh, remdesivir was saving lives and it's $3,000, I wouldn't care. Use it. But it's killing people. Are they still... Uh, using ivermectin for like river blindness and stuff. Oh yeah. So there's still it is the cure for river blindness. Right. So they haven't totally scrubbed it from no, from no, no, use no. entirely. No, Africa and South America, it's used all over. Okay. That's why many of these countries uh, in Africa and South America have such low COVID rates because they take and, and the tropics where they're taking hydroxychloroquine, you take it daily. What do they call it? A Sunday pill because you take right. it Sunday to Sunday. And it, it's, it works as a prophylactic. Both those drugs. Hydroxychloroquine is another story. This is how fucking outrageous it is. Harvard, Harvard did a fake study that was published in The Lancet. These guys, Pierre Corey, uh, McCullough, these, they uh, figured it out almost story. immediately. They said there's no way because they claim to have data from like 600 hospitals that hydroxychloroquine not only didn't work, that it caused, uh, you know, severe illness. Turns out the company that did the study was a total shell. Nobody, they're gone. Nobody knows who they were. Lancet, the most respected medical public, had to retract the story. Harvard! Well, anytime the Lancet has to retract the story, that's big. That's huge! That's really big. There's been, and look, this is a concerted effort to, you know, the whole horse pace thing, which we went on with Ivermectin and Joe Rogan. I mean, um, I heard an inch, and I, I didn't correct him at the time, and I'm not even really for sure. We're going to get censored on YouTube, by I the way. I already know. This is our third goddamn straight one in a row. <laughs> Sorry, man. We're going to have to do one on Ghost next week just, uh, hey, just to get back on Rumble's YouTube. Rumble's growing like sec. crazy, bro. And eh, we'll put him on there, but. All right. Sorry, um, I interrupted you. So uh, there's a guy, uh, one of the plumbers I work with, he got COVID, and he went 
to Ozark and got some ivermectin. Dr. Poppy. And, uh, yeah. He'd had it for a while, and he said he lost his taste and smell and everything. Yeah. And went, got ivermectin, took it, and then immediately got all of his taste back and everything like that. Really? I thought that was a little odd. But the other thing, too, is he said it was like a gloop. He's like, it was the worst tasting drink I've ever had in my life. It's weird because I know they have it in pill form. That's what I'm wondering. And I, and I was like, he didn't go to a vet, I, did he? Dude, that's what I was wondering. He was, might have. I, I was like, I don't think that's, uh, but I don't think it would work like that. Either. I mean, because Rogan even showed the pill bottle. It's a, it's a fucking pill. It's a pill. It, yeah, for human use. It's now, a, it's a horses, pill. they do use a paste. I, uh, but it, he said it wasn't a paste. He said it was like a like a, and it may have may not. Have, well, by I the way, know. if you're in the area, I do know that uh, Doctor Pop, Poppy is her first name. I can't remember her last name. If you look up Doctor Poppy, Ozark, Missouri, if you have a positive COVID diagnosis, she will give you alternative treatments, and uh, she doesn't mind me. I gave her a shout out on Nick Reed's show. Right. And she appreciated it, so I'll let her know that we gave her a shout-out, too. There's another one in Ozark, too. There's nobody in Springfield. Well, you know why? It goes back to these mega corporations. Look, Cox and Mercy. Mercy is massive. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all over the country. Yeah. Some of these stories just, dude, I mean, I literally was crying these stories of people, the hospitals refused to release them, and there's this group of courageous doctors and nurses that are like getting around it they'll like this one group of this nurse was in an interview and she's like okay the hospital won't release him he's on a vent they don't want to release this person so what we tell them is we want to give them palliative care that's care of someone that's dying right and they want to be at home to die and so then they'll release them they get them home, get them on the oxygen at home, and start giving them ivermectin, and they recover. But so ivermectin isn't necessarily because we. I that's where I get confused is because it sounds like it's working. It's a treatment and a prophylactic. Okay, that's what I was. Getting it's both. At. Yeah, so yeah. is hydroxychloroquine, but both of them, the golden window is seventy-two hours. They from, don't work as well. Now that's from when symptoms set first on. begin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was yeah. going to say early it's treatment to, is key. Right. Early. So if you get COVID, don't wait around. Well, and a lot of times, but you know, once you have it, if it was like me, dude, I could barely, I could barely get up. Like, yeah. You I know, know. It, it was a bit. But you I call your like, girlfriend or something and uh, say, yeah, "Go get hey, me a prescription." Yeah, go get me something. You can, you know, you can order it online. I don't want to encourage people, you know, do, but I, I think you can order it online. I, well, I know you can. Uh, Dr. Zelenko, there's a thing called the Z-Pack. Now, I take all this stuff well, every day. Z-Pack's been around for a while, though. That's for co- like colds, right? No, nah, it's a different one. This is this oh, is like called special. Z. Yeah, it's for Dr. Zelenko. It's, uh, it's uh, what is that stuff I take? Quercetin, uh, zinc, and D. And if you take zinc, you got to take vitamin D. Do you, yeah. Did you have explained it? Like, one is like the well, bullet. Well, it's the bullet and the other gun. I think it's like... Uh, Zinc is the bullet and vitamin C is the gun or something. Or vitamin D. D, D allows yeah. zinc to get no, into yeah, the I cell. I took zinc and D and, and I was better. And, oh, me too. You know, next day. Honestly, I don't want to sound too crazy, but it really was. My I had my mom come and bring me. I sent her a text with a list, sent her a little money. She brought over some stuff. I took it. I could barely walk down the stairs to go get it from her. I believe Take it, the dude. Stuff, and an hour later, I was like, you know what? I actually feel pretty good. Now, the, the fatigue thing's a little weird because 
uh, I took two days off of work. Third day, I went in, and I had to throw some roof decking on, and I had to be there at 5 o'clock in the morning or whatever. Ugh. And I was just – by the time I was done with that, I was laying up there just, like, tired as hell. It is exhausting. And, yeah. like, I, like, I don't – I should have taken the test. Um, I've had two – respiratory deals in the last month the first one i took a test and i said i didn't have covid the second one i said screw it i'm not going to take the test but i doubled up on the vitamin d i also take something called artemisinin which is wormwood Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be very closely related to ivermectin here's another crazy little number and this came out two weeks ago uh, one America, which is one of the largest insurance companies in America, they're based in Indianapolis, reports that working age people, that's 18 to 64, are dying at a rate that is 40% higher than pre-pandemic rates. Now, Across the board or just from? Across the board. Okay. Now, they said a 10% increase is a 1 in 200 year event. A 10%. This is a 40%. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of the bigger problems. That and it's not that COVID. My generation can have space. Well, it's just in, and also just population issues, too. People aren't having kids. Well, that's you're really not going to have kids if you've been jabbed because... Uh, it attacks the ovaries okay women are born with all the eggs they're going to have for their whole life the spike protein see they they said when this vaccine first came out that they jabbed in the arm and it stayed in the muscle well no it doesn't it goes to the brain it goes to the heart that's why these myocarditis 21,000 FDA confirmed cases of myocarditis but one thing they noticed women begin complaining uh, about their men- menstrual period, like postmenopausal women started clotting. And I mean, I, I don't want to get, you know, too, dis- but these women are saying these huge, like, clots, no. not just blood, like big, like a big chunks. clot, chunks. Yeah. And these are people that shouldn't be having periods. Right. This is right after the vaccine. Younger people, it attacks their ovaries. Uh, now, the the data that was released on the Pfizer study, they they had hardly any pregnant women, and they said it was on purpose because they didn't want bad results. But there's been tons of reported cases of miscarriages, early uh, abortions, mm-hmm. uh, another. So 40% rise in mortality. Why? Yeah. It's just crazy. And the CDC and the FDA, look, they've had two years. Wouldn't you think in two years they would have had all these studies? They'd be doing autopsies on people. What's going on? No, it's all a sham. It's all a cover-up. And when you go all in on something, too, it takes a long time for you to own up to your mistakes, no matter who you are, and especially one that is at this scale. You think they'll ever own up to it? I mean, they never owned up to anything before, so I'd be surprised, but... It's a different time too, and it's this is such a huge event, well, and, you, and every person has an individual story, right? So people will come to conclusions on their own, right. more so than 
you know, a JFK thing where you just hear stories about it. Right. You know, this affects every individual on the planet. I think people are waking up, too. I would agree. I mean, uh, tons of vaccinated people. I'm not, You know, Twitter's not a great judge because only 5% of the people use Twitter. But I see so many vaccinated people say, look, I'm double vaxxed. How Bill Maher? You, or Blair Weiss, did you get that cut on Bill Maher's show? Blair uh, Weiss? Oh, you should play that. It's freaking awesome for people that haven't seen it. Blair Weiss, Bill Maher. Let's see if I can find it, too. Because, <laughs> now Blair Weiss, to set it up, Blair Weiss was a writer for the, the New York Times. I mean, she's ultra progressive. Uh, M-A-H-E-R. Living with COVID, real Any time with Bill Maher. Barry? Is it no. Barry Weiss? Barry Weiss, yeah. I'm okay, sorry. I was like, because there's, yeah, there's two different people. Yeah, Barry Weiss. Uh, Barry Weiss, right there, down low, the bottom one, right there. Yes, ten minutes. Is there, is there something in particular? Uh, maybe go down a little bit. Scroll down. Hold on a sec. Slow down. Barry Weiss. Age of the thing. digital stain and semitism. Well, I get. I'll America. run over what she said. She, yeah, just I go mean, for she it. said. I know what you're talking about now. She said. Look, when I when COVID first came out, I was a freak, and she was kind of funny. She's like, I sprayed the Pringles can from the grocery <laughs> store. I changed my clothes and sprayed them with Lysol because I thought COVID would no, be I on my too. clothes. I was terrified. Did yeah, I mean, everybody I was, was. We didn't know what it was. Well, right, right. So, and she said, you know, I've had both the shots. And she goes, I'm fucking done. She goes, I'm over it. She goes, I want to go back to living. This is bullshit. Right. And I think a lot. Look, what Bill a, have to say about this? I mean, he's right with her. He said it too. He goes, "I'm not getting a third shot." He goes, "I was promised." He goes, "I, I got both my shots, then I got COVID, and I was sick as hell." Yeah. And they want people. me to get a booster. He's like, "Fuck no!" He goes, "I'm done with it." Now these are major progressives. Right. I'm saying that there's a sea change. Look. England, you heard they they just dropped all their restrictions out well, of the wasn't blue. There a lot of res- uh, uh, mandates. Well, there's a lot of protests over. Well, in, uh, in Europe, right? Bojo Boris Johnson, the UK's president, was in some political trouble because somebody in his administration was leaking the fact that he and his staff had been having parties with no oh, masks. Yeah. And no vaccine cards. What was great about it, whoever was doing it, they'd leak one. Okay, on May 18th, Bojo, I like to, I love that name yeah, for him, Bo, Bojo. <laughs> Bojo and his staff had a party, and then he'd come out and say, yes, we were wrong, we shouldn't have done it. And then the next day, they'd leak another date. Uh, and they did it again. like four times. So there were massive calls for him to resign. Yeah, there were protests, big protests, but I really think it, he's trying to. These politicians well, are trying like to Germany save their is, careers like, now. I want to say it wasn't just Europe, like it was, or, or just uh, UK. I well, Scotland just did the same thing. I I think I told you it may have been before the show, but Scotland has just released the data. Yeah, you were mentioning that that you're more likely to get COVID if you're vaccinated than unvaxxed. Now, people say, well, that's because 90% of the population is vaxxed. No, this is per 100,000 people. So seven out of 100,000 vaccinated get COVID, three out of 100,000 unvaxxed get it. It is causing people to get the disease. Now, small percentage. So Scotland, 
just she came out the prime minister i can't remember her name but she came out and said all these restrictions you know they were worth doing but you know uh they're all over yeah <laughs> and it's, it's happening all over the country people are like you know it's like the canadian thing trudeau's holding hard the united states is still the worst though because look these drug companies are centered here they're in america these are american right. companies right pfizer's gonna make when it's said and done 400 billion moderna yeah. It's all for profit. Half a million lives have been lost completely unnecessarily. And there's still people that are fighting hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Should have hired those dangerous. motherfuckers on contract, not on. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what and I it mean? Like it should have been, we're going to give you this much to develop a vaccine for it, not we're going to give you the money to promote the research so that you can then sell it. That's what gets me. I say, hey. It's our property. We're going to give you this much right. to develop it. Yeah. Just like you would with a, a new bomb you wanted to produce. You say, all right, we're going to, you know, we're going to pay do- for the development. But yeah. we own the property. But we own the property. That's what should have happened. And a lot of this shit could have been stopped. But, you know, we talked about it uh, in, in a previous show about regulatory capture. The right. FDA, the NIH, and the CDC are part. They're all they're part of a corporatist America. It really is socialistic because the corporations in America, and I'm including pharma, tech, big oil, and politicians and the media are all collaborating. The thing is, the the populate you and me, we don't buy it. Right. And you and I have very different political leanings. Well, I just it's but we still we, we, I see through bullshit. Right. And I, I can tell that this is bullshit. It's total bullshit. Like if you just sit back and you don't let your politics right it shouldn't be political man no it shouldn't just say hey look did everybody stop to think that maybe they shouldn't be selling this shit yeah has anyone stopped why haven't there been i mean i just can't believe in two years there should have been panels of scientists and doctors and trying new treatments and doing well the ones that are they get they get canceled by yeah. the media and uh, big tech. Label kooks, or label whatever. kooks. Like yeah, Malone. Malone worked for the DOD. He's a spook. He was high up in the government. He has <laughs> twenty <laughs> patents on right. mRNA vaccines. No, he didn't invent it, but he was involved he was in, in the, the technology. Exactly, <laughs> and they call him a kook. I mean that that alone. McCullough, the most published doctor. In his specialty, cardiology, but he's also uh, accredited in immunology and virology. Mm-hmm. The most published doctor in America, and he's a kook? Yeah. Did you see? That's why I played that video where he got choked up. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch the videos of the vaccine. that Ron Johnson did another thing earlier, like two months ago, of people that had been injured by the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Dude, you'll ball your eyes out. I mean, talking to a 14-year-old girl... Who was a gymnast, healthy as shit? She's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. From the vaccine, right? But was it a certain side effect from the yeah. vaccine? Yeah, I, it- I don't know what it was, but she's paralyzed mm. forever. I mean, you know, we said there's been twenty-one thousand deaths. That's on the low side. It could be as many as two hundred. The injury, serious injuries, are in theirs. The vaccine adverse um, uh, effects reporting system. Inverse the serious injury is is three hundred thousand. If you take that times ten, that's three million mm-hmm. serious injuries. Shit like myocarditis, and like like McCullough, they the papers say, oh my, it's mild. There's no such thing as mild myocarditis. Right. 
Once it's there, it's... Your heart muscle's damaged. Right. How the fuck can that be mild? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I know I'm ranting tonight. Man, it's just... Well, you got two weeks of, of uh, built build pent up, up frustration. <laughs> so we'll do something. We're gonna do. We're gonna do something kind Let's of do something paranormal. On YouTube, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna bother uploading this to YouTube. Yeah. This this will be on the <laughs> website, everybody. <laughs> That's all right. You know, yeah, we need to get this out. Something. Um, yeah, our 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 cohort who isn't here, Ben, uh, wants me to do something on ghosts. Well, I think those are fun. They I, are fun. I, I like. Them. I love that shit. And you know, you know, you can we could bitch about this, but. Even with Rogan, dude, I'll start. I'll start turning episodes. Yeah, off we could his. get our our pal, who's the author. Yeah, who's we should. The uh, Bigfoot expert. Yeah, we should. Or he's a cryptozoologist. Right. Guy. Yeah, I'm gonna be gone for a while. So yeah, we're gonna do these, some remotes. Though. So these will be remote. Yeah. Which so it'll be, be even easier to get yeah. guests too. We should go back to that kind of, yeah. um, uh, you know, biweekly guest kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. too. That it's would fun help to do too. That. I enjoy talking to guests and learning stuff. And now, if you guys check us out, we're on. Are we on Facebook? <laughs> Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Stuff YouTube, you don't know, Gator. we are on Twitter. It's at, it's at S-Y-D-K podcast yep, yep, on Twitter. Yep. Hit, a, hit me on Twitter or hit us on Facebook if there's a show you'd like us to do. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Let yeah. us to know. We, we love the, the feedback. Comments, yeah, yeah, and the comments, not on YouTube. Yeah. We're going to try and get this yeah. stuff uploaded to Rumble. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm sure you we'll can embed links it. or something. But it's always on our website. It's yeah, yeah that's website. the best place to go. Yep, yep. And what's what's the website? Stuffyoudon'tknow.com. Stuffyoudon'tknow.com. Well, we lucked out on that one. Yeah, man. I love you, Russell. I'm glad. Yep. I'm glad you're better too. Yeah, no. It glad was, you didn't I, have to get on a vent, bro. It was. It was. <laughs> I I've had <laughs> allergy attacks worse than than that. I hear you. Well, we'll see you guys next week. It's a good yep. show. Awesome. Take care, man. Yep.